Welcome to another NY Jets fans podcast with host Sharman, Davin, and Chris. Um, as we get into a, a crazy week, uh, we finally realized that uh, Jeremy Bates will no longer be the offensive coordinator or the quarterback coach for the Jets. Uh, wish you the best on your journey. <laughs> um, our new mm-hmm. our new coach is, uh, if I say it right, Dow Loggins. Yeah, Loggins or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank you, yeah. I'm about to say, uh, I know he's been with Adam Gaze through a couple of, you know, do with the Dolphins. Um, do y'all think that's a good hire or, or y'all don't think that's a good hire? Chris? Uh, I, I think it's okay. I mean, they don't have great success together, but I think uh, that Gaze knows him well and he's comfortable with him and they work well together. I think that's going to – that's a good sign or that's a good – reason to bring him in but you know when you do look at his stats you know we've gone over it a little bit they're not the best they're not not the best results yet but you know what he's comfortable with him Gase is still going to be calling the shots calling all the plays on offense he's just guy he's just going to be a guy that's going to be that's going to be working with him not you know calling the plays and everything else so I I think it's all right I I think it's (laughs) I don't think he wanted I, I don't think he wanted to bring in another offensive coordinator yeah. you know that's because he's going to be doing all the shots he's going to be calling all the plays and everything so i think he wanted to bring in someone like that that he could just work as like an assistant to him mm. yeah right. for me i listen man um i i will take gay side his words at his, at his word that he that what he said was um was that he wants to be the one running the show um, whoever his offensive coordinator is going to be, going to be more like a sounding board for him, a guy that he could like talk to about, you know, you know, about what he sees and kind yeah. of like bounce stuff off of him. Um, I know that I don't want to dismiss the importance of an offensive coordinator, though. I want to, um, I want to, um, even if because Gase is going to be the head coach, he is going to have a lot more stuff on his plate. Even if there is a, um, there's gonna be division of uh, uh, responsibilities between him and uh, um, the defensive coordinator. There's still special teams. There'll still be game management, which we, which he also said that he's gonna get uh, somebody specific for to run game management. Um, but what I, but what I think stands out to me about this whole thing is even if Logan's on his own, has hasn't been a, that great of an, a coordinator or Gase has been patchy i think no none of none of those guys has had the kind of talent that they're going to be managing in sam Donald. and that's going to make the difference and i i've i've seen people that i respect on twitter and other places say you know that it matters that um logan's is a, a second rate offensive coordinator and he shouldn't get anywhere near this job and i and okay i kind of understand what if you don't like the guy per se, because he hasn't done a good job in the past, but you have to understand this, the plan they have for Donald, whatever Donald is, whatever they're going to be, they, the mold, the, uh, what, what am I, what I want to say? Um, Donald is on a different level of any kind of talent they've ever coached. So Ooh. that's going to magnify the, the, whatever they could do, on offense, it's going to be easier to execute because you have the 
type of player that could execute an offense better, especially if they get the right guys around him. You understand what I'm saying? It's it's sure. it's, it's harder yeah. it's harder to ask Ryan Tannehill to execute a game plan when physically he just doesn't have it in him to do. You understand me? It, it is it's easier to ask a guy, a 21 year old that has shown the ridiculous amount of uh, talent that he's shown to play quarterback in the league. You know, it's easier to ask him to to run a, an, an offense tailored to him. You know, physically, Donald is, come on, let's be real. He's just, he's, he's probably one of the best quarterbacks we've seen young in, in, in that kind of, at that age, that could do the things that he's done, you know. So, so in with that said, um, you know, I mean, let's see what happens. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm happy about it. You know, I'm okay with it. I'm, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think it still matters how well that offense is tailored and how good the um, the personnel that is, that stands with Donald is. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think, I, mm-hmm. you know, I just feel like, you know, everybody deserves a fair chance, you know, even if it don't work out. With uh Miami, which which I am going to get to, uh, especially with stats and, and crunch time numbers, um, I feel like they, you know, they deserve that chance. They not they they had their chance, but they never got the chance that they that uh, Gaze and and you know Mister Dow has really had with with a, a less a, a, a mediocre at best quarterback, which we all know that's like a less less than. You know, like he only had maybe close to one full season with with Tannehill. You know, like we know we don't even know the real results because he's been so like he's been so much with with the backup quarterback. Exactly. Yep. Oswala. Exactly. So, so so we're sitting here blaming 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 you know him for something that he doesn't have control of. Hmm. You know, so well said. Uh, so I I feel like you know they they deserve that shot and you know with Darnold we will finally we'll see see the results that maybe Miami should should have saw with with Tannehill but you know like I said it's it's different it's different situations so you know so with the so with so hopefully we'll see the right results in, into that but that's that's just my opinion on it. Um, I think well, Tenny Hill's not in. I don't think Tenny is in the same it, 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 yeah, uh, the level same. as not, as Donald. Not so the same, the same level, but no. at the same time, no. but at the same time, you know, like I like I said, when I get into the numbers, we we you know you y'all will understand where, where I'm coming from with with gays and and everything else. But I'll get into that you know very soon. Mm-hmm. Um. So also the um also the new offensive line coach is uh, Frank Pollard. Yeah, um, he, he came from Cincinnati. I don't know much about him. Um, I don't know if he's good enough. Um, I don't know if you did some research, Shaman. So I, I really don't have no, no opinion on on him yet. But I'm hoping he's the right hire. Yeah, well, um, well, um, I think uh, Mr. Pollock uh, used to uh, work with Dallas on the Bill Callahan. If you know the great Bill Callahan, one of the best offensive um, offensive line teachers Correct. in the in in the league, um, there's for years. Um, um, if you remember that 
monster offensive line Dallas had running that zone scheme that nobody could start stop in 2015. That was that was that was uh that was Mr. Pollock. That was Mr. Pollock. That was him running off of what um Callahan had just the year before because Callahan left in 14 and he took over in 15. So 15 16 was him. He got <laughs> he um he got uh he got fired. Uh you could say because um in my opinion anyway that uh nobody wanted to touch Lenahan in Dallas because you know you know how it is in Dallas. It's all buddy buddy, you know. Correct. The, pe- the exactly. people that the people that's supposed to get fired never get fired because they're friends with the owner. And yeah. they needed they, so they needed a scapegoat. So Paul uh Frank got you know got uh got fired, you know, because things weren't working, which in, in, in reality one of their best players got injured and they and they <laughs> lost and they lost I think it was Doug Free, I think. Uh um they lost him in, in um in uh in free agency. So you lose two of the biggest guys on your line, plus you had another one injured, and you had to replace them with rookies. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. You know, the line's not yeah. going to perform the same way. So it, so, so they didn't. You know, it, you know, you know, they, it wasn't a big deal. And to show you how much respect people have for him for this offensive um, coach, that he did not even spend a day without a job because I think not even twenty four hours before that he was already in Cincinnati. Wow, you know, so you so if you're doing that, you know, you know, you know that people know who he is and what he's capable of as Correct. a coach. So, um, so, uh, so he went to, he went over there. And when you have these kind of people, when you have these guys that have that kind of clout in a coaching in a coaching system, it's hard for you to take to fire the head coach and not get rid of them because you. Because they have too much strength, too much power in the in the room, and and when Cincinnati was hiring the young kid they're hiring now, you can't have that kind of personality in a in a in a room where the young coach is supposed to run things. Unless you know you you would you would like the young guy to come in and do his own thing, you know, hire his own people. So that's one of the reasons why he was let go from Cincinnati also after uh, Cincinnati fired their head coach. So, um, so he's he has a proven track record. Uh, he's he's um, he's I, I think he's well respected around the league from what I read a, a lot all, all over the place. So I think this is uh, this is this is uh, a special hire. That's my opinion, anyway. I think I think um, especially if we could get the um, the talent uh, around uh, um, to give him to work with. Correct. Uh, this is going to be very important because, um, like like we've always said, stated, you know, the, Donald needs that protection, especially up the middle, and there and his system, his kind of zone system that he runs, it's very physical, and you need not only very physical guys, but you need very athletic big men. And uh, mm. um, um, next week or the week where, when whenever we're going to address offensive line, I'm going to point out point out the guys that I see coming out in the draft. That I think even in the third round that we could get, even in the fourth round that we could get, that's possibility that they could, that he could do a lot with and mold into a, a line that Donald could work with. Mm. Well, thank, thank you, Sean, because like I said, <laughs> I ain't had too much time to get into uh, searching for, you know, about the coach. But yeah, that's that's, that's very, very good. I mean, do you, do you agree with the with the hire since Sean gave us the, uh, 
you know the results of everything of who Mr. Pollock is? Yeah, no, definitely. I, I'm I'm all for it. I mean, at this point, we, we have to go with what they what they bring right. in anyway, <laughs> you know. And like you said, it's a matter of it's always a matter of the personnel that they bring in more than just yes, the coaching, sir. you know. Now it's that's step one. Step two now is on Mac to bring in the right personnel, and that's where that's where it's going to start getting tricky. It's about re-signing guys. It's about um, signing free agents. Hopefully, we get you know some big name guys. Yep. And also the also the draft. No. Which he hasn't had the best drafts, and we got to cross our fingers and hope that it goes well right. this year. Finally, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think <laughs> one thing that's true that uh, I think I think that's that's very positive in our case. Even though we we even though we we said our positive and negatives, but uh, they said Adam Gaze and uh, Greg Williams is basically both alpha males, and you know and. It's a it's a new smell. It's not Ty Bowles and Casey Rogers and you know offensive coordinators that's being switched up. That you know, like I said, that's very very confused. That don't know when to put put the authority down. You Mm. know, and with with that, this this might be you know this might work out. You know, we needed that. We needed that new smell. We needed you know, like I said, it's no. It's no disrespect intended, but it needed to happen. You know, guys, they mm-hmm. bowls get respected as a defensive coordinator. That's cool. But when but when you just letting guys do whatever they want, um, again and just not, you know, doing the things that you're supposed to do as a coach is you know, there's really no point. Exactly. So That's yeah. true. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. On on to the next topic. Uh, Mr. Oh Jesus, fans, y'all y'all killing me. Um, <laughs> fans reacting to Jamal Adams tackling the Patriots mascot. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> it was it wasn't even only the fans. I'm talking like even people on on syndicated talk show talk shows or sports talk shows. Yeah. I mean, I I they, I don't even crazy. understand the overreaction. I I I don't get it. Right. I I really don't. And Jamal Adams basically was, you know, he was having fun, and it really didn't even look like a a hard tackle. And and you know, bear the fact they tried to even say that the Patriots mascot was hospitalized. <laughs> I know that's right. so stupid. But they showed the video of the mascot tackling Adams for fun back, you know, and 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 then even the mascot wrote on Twitter, "I'm I'm I'm good, and I'm you know I'm good to go." Like and and he was never hospitalized. Like that, come on, man. This is what I mean by sometimes rumors is just rumors. So we don't. Oh, they just get out of and hand. And the the worst thing about it is the people that validate the whole thing. For me, like a specific person on on FS1 on a on a on on, on a show, uh, which I won't mention his name because I won't give him the time of day to tell you the truth. I have absolutely no respect for him. I I might have respect for him. As a journalist, because he has like 40 years of experience as a journalist, fine. But whatever the hell he's doing on TV, that persona, that I have no respect for. Because you can't, like, he basically came on television and said that, oh, well, um, 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 Jamal Adams practically being a punk. It's like, oh, there's no way he could have done, he should have done that. It's like, dude, it's not even that serious. 
Correct. It is not that serious. It's like, oh, he lost res- you lost respect for the kid because he's having fun in a Pro Bowl. Right. And then I he know. went right. and, then, so and not only that, he went as far as saying, Oh, because he's mad because he can't hit the Patriots. It's like Really? Be- because you haven't watched Jamal Adams play, most likely is the reason why you're saying that he hasn't hit anybody. Because from what we had a conversation on this podcast where we were talking about uh, how Jamal Adams, that's like 200 and what, 214 soaking wet, yeah. ran, ran over a 304-pound uh, center yeah. one one time, put um, put um, um, Gronk on his back a few times. Exactly. At- like depleted um um, um Edelman hitter. one time. Are you serious? You you Jamal this Adams you... is a hard hitter, man. I just like sometimes people don't know what they say, so they feel like they need to make themselves relevant. Um, hmm. that's why I that's why I despise things so. That's why I despise things like that so funny. Like it's all it's all fun, you know. If anybody watched the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge, Jamal Adams was having fun. Yep. You know, and and he and he was moving, and you know everybody was having a good good time. So I, I don't think it was nothing really intended. You know, nope. so I, I feel like people just need to get get over it. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, exactly. Bingo. Yeah, you know, but you know how the media gets, and social media it just they just blow everything up to anything and skip. What's his name? Skip Bayless got See, involved in it. You mentioned his name. I was mentioning uh, his damn name. I hate to even give him any. I hate to even give him any attention, yeah. but he's like he's the perfect example of it. He's just he's just a paid troll. Uh, there you <laughs> go. That's all that yeah. guy is. Perfect example. Go to that show because I'll definitely will be watching. Because <laughs> Jamal Adams yeah. is right. Are you, are you a patriot or are you a cowboy fan? Oh man, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know. So yeah, Mister Skip. Um, Calm yourself down. He's, you know what? He's paid to do what he does, exactly. and he does it. I don't want to say he does it well, but he's a yeah. troll. So oh, yes. that's all he is. He's big a paid time, troll. Big time. Big time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I, I guess this, this is up in the air. This is to me, it's rumors. I don't believe nothing until contracts are signed. Uh, they saying that Le'Veon Bell uh, has said he wanted to go to the Dolphins. Um, I don't know how y'all feel about it. I just think it's rumors until they ready to sign the contracts and you know and everything else. So I think it's just rumors. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, I don't. The, the Miami doesn't need a running back. Miami Miami has the perfect one to punch at running back. Um, uh, Drake and uh, what's his name? Um, they're talented enough. It's not. It's you can't go spend a bunch of money on Le'Veon Bell. When you have that kind of talent they have at, at at running back, um, I'm not saying that Drake is on on um on Le'Veon Bell's level, but I just don't see it. I mean, they have other holes on their team, you know that that you know specifically at quarterback. But anyway, um, I, I I think like you said, I think it's just a rumor, you know. Um, um, right now I think people are fishing because nobody has anything to really talk about, so you know they're trying to find the big news, so they're just fishing. Correct. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the thing about uh, Antonio Brown, yeah. he posted that. You know, oh, he's a forty nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so hey, it comes down to are the are the teams gonna want to go exactly. after them? You mm. know, the players. Maybe Bell really does want to go to Miami. Maybe Brown really does want to go to San Fran. But the team has to want to bring him yeah, in right. too. You know, they want to. So we'll we'll, we'll see, see what happens. Be- it's it's gonna be interesting. Brown's definitely not gonna be a Stealer, I think. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so who's gonna take a shot with you know? <laughs> exactly. So now so so this so this brings me down to, to here. Um to fans that's listening, I know I know y'all gonna be like, Oh dog Jesus. But at the same time, football football is all about philosophy. It's all about uh research and we you know, none of us are, you know, big time scouts or, you know, big time people, you know, that we, we know what the hell we're doing, but we, we definitely go by, you know, videos, um, videotapes, um, watching plays, um, you know, looking at the, the end game. Um, so now I'm I, I'm gonna break down in my opinion why Adam Gaze why Adam Gaze is 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 a good hire. Um and I'm gonna break down some football numbers. Uh so uh, first first off I'm gonna break down these quarterback numbers. We're gonna go all the way back to nineteen ninety eight. Rookie season for Peyton Manning. Rookie season for Peyton Manning. Three and thirteen record started all sixteen games. Fifty six uh fifty six point seven percent completion, twenty six touchdowns, twenty eight interceptions. So we go to the second year. 4,135 passing yards, 13-3 record, 62%. 26 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. The same thing goes to Jared Goff. Seven games played, which is 2016. 1,089 passing yards, 1-6 record, 54% completion, five touchdowns, seven interceptions. What happened in 2017? 15 games. 3,800 yards, 11-4 record, 62%. 28 touchdowns, seven interceptions. The same, the Trubisky, 2,193 yards, 4-8 record, 59%. Seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. 2018, 14 games, 3,223 yards passing, 11-3 record, 66, close to 67% completion, 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. It goes down to Sam Darnold. This is so. This is what brings down the Darnold. It that it takes it takes a whole year for these quarterbacks. Peyton Manning, Hall of Famer, Jared Goff, future hope, the way he's playing, future Hall of Famer, maybe. Mr. Trubisky, a little bit, a little bit. I'm gonna say mediocre, but but a little bit better. These guys have put hard work in in the off season with playing playing in that first and rookie season. To get themselves better, so it goes down to Sam Darnold, two thousand eight hundred sixty-five passing yards with a four-nine record, fifty-seven point seven completion percentage, seventeen touchdowns, fifteen interceptions. Two thousand nineteen? Question mark. The reason why I'm saying that is Darnold has the potential to 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 better his better those numbers next season. If Jared Goff and Mr. Bisky and Peyton Manning is doing that with with somebody like Adam Gaze, for instance, Adam Gaze, Jay Cutler in 2014 had a 64 percent completion percentage, 3,659 passing yards, 21 touchdowns and 11 interceptions, which is interception best for Jay Cutler, which is less than mediocre, <laughs> you know. And this is and, and this is this is the numbers that I'm looking at and I'm going by. Peyton Manning, 2012, with uh, offensive coordinator McCoy, 
he had 4,659 passing yards, 68%, 68% completion, 13-3 record, 37 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Adam Gaze come in 2013, same record, 13-3, 68% passing completion, 5,477 passing yards, 55 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. And y'all don't want that? Y'all don't want y'all don't y'all don't want that. Adam Gaze bettered the numbers in that in that in that one year, 2014. Still, he's still with the Broncos. 12 and 4 record, 66 percent passing completion, passing um, percentage, 4,727 passing yards, 39 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, and y'all don't want that. And 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 Davin, I will I will back you up 100 percent, man. Um, Great job with the numbers, man. But it could it what you basically just said was this Adam Gase is a hell of an offensive coordinator. Point blank period. Yes, he had he had he had less than average talent trying to execute his game plans and they didn't work out the way that he that he probably should have. So he lost. And he and and, and it's in the pro we're in the pro they, listen, this is the NFL. You're not gonna win every game, you know. You basically are going up against people that are as, as good and all better than you, so you're not gonna always make them look like idiots. You're not gonna always run up the score on them and 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 throw for three hundred something yards, five touchdowns or four. There's games you're gonna you're gonna even the best quarterbacks. There's games they go for two ninety six, a touchdown and probably a pick, and they might win the game. Because sometimes what an offensive coordinator has to do is weigh between stats and wins. Sometimes, sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's best for us to run the ball a hundred times instead of throwing the ball. You understand me? And and it is shown that that Gase has that kind of quality. So I'm backing you up. So 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 my last thing. So let's get into the Dolphins. Tannehill, 2016. He had an eight and five record before mm-hmm. Matt Moore came, and Matt Moore had a two and one record, so that's a ten and six record. And Tannehill had a 67 completion percentage, 3,000 passing yards, 19 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Matt Moore, 721 passing yards, eight touchdowns, and three interceptions by Matt Moore, <laughs> the guy that we don't know. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? That that a backup quarterback for years? Are you serious? 2018, um, Tony Hills five and six record. Brock Osweiler, <clears throat> Brock Osweiler, a two and three record, seven and nine. And you still and you telling me that and you telling twenty six touchdowns, thirteen interceptions by both guys put together, and three thousand three hundred passing yards by this by these guys put together. Quarterbacks that's less than mediocre. <laughs> Imagine what he could do with Darnold. Exactly. The right pieces to Darnold. This might be the perfect plan, the perfect workout for this team. Yeah, yes, I, yes, I, we I totally agree. Around and yes, we was like, yeah, you know, would we let rather have Adam Gaze be be the coach? Ha <laughs> ha, you know. But now, <laughs> now that we now that we crunch the numbers, and like I like we said, football is all about the philosophy. Mm-hmm. Football is all about philosophy I, and and you know learning, learning and and you know and really getting into it. Hey, you know what? Like we said before, it's about 
putting the right pieces mm. onto the team as exactly. well. It's great to have a great offensive coordinator. Yeah. You know what? But, and we got Donald, and he's going to be coming into his second yep. season. You, got, you know, and people forget that his rookie year was the youngest for a rookie starting game yep. one, right? 21 years old. I mean, give the hmm. give the guy a lot of credit, man, for what he did yes, last sir. year. And with limited and with limited weapons on offense and a, a, a below average offensive line. I was going to say average at best, <laughs> but I'm going to say below yeah, average exactly. offensive line. And he did pretty good, hmm. man. You got to give this kid credit. He He's running, and the last few games, yeah, this guy was running for his life. For his life. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. So, so that's so, true. So, you know, my my end game is just, you know, get get give Adam Gaze a shot. This is the first time we had an offensive coordinator as a coach for a while, uh, for a very long time. Height. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so this 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 actually going to work. Probably could work out for the best. We still need pieces, yes, but but with Donald still putting three thousand passing yards with with with. Five receivers that was supposed to have been second string, hmm. and he and you know what I'm saying. That's supposed to be second, you know, second team. Well, I'm gonna say second was like number two wide receivers that ended up performing terribly, hmm. except for except for Anderson and the Nunwah. But the Nunwah got injured, hmm. and that's and that's why I'm kind of scared about Nunwah's contract. But hopefully that will work out. I just want Nunwah to play for a whole season. Yep. That's why I feel like the, that's why I feel like Matt needs to put something in play for at least the number one wide receiver or at least a decent wide receiver because we need more than Anderson. Yeah, what I'm what I'm yeah, that what what I'm seeing in the draft, man. He has a he has a chance, man. There's a few guys that uh that could that that you could finally in early second round, you know, I'm early third round that 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 um, very impressive guys, guys that could fall. Uh, um, that he could do. So he do. He, listen, I'm I I'm sure, I'm very sure that he's keeping an eye on them. So I I'm I I I basically think that uh that they're not gonna disappoint when it comes to the offense or what they're gonna do. Because if they do, they need to be fired instantly. Because you have to be able to kind of uh feel the room, man. If you walk into a room and everybody's pissed, you can't come in and tell a joke. You know, <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> So yeah, so so basically the the New York the New York fans are telling you, hey man, we we love the young quarterback man, give him some, and you can't you cannot go into that draft and and come out of the come out of it with nothing for Donald man. You will, I think you'll be stripped naked the next day. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. And my and my you know and, fi- and finally you know we have we have a tight end the guy that could mm. he was a rookie like Donald and that that's going to play oh, yeah. a big part mm. we haven't had a great tight end since since like maybe maybe two over almost two decades like you know you so know, wow. um so like I'm so you know my thing is is that we that you know us as fans like we we need to just start looking at some positive things that this this can actually work out it won't. It won't show until the you know until the results. But like I said, if if Gaze is doing this with mediocre quarterbacks, if Darnold is putting up these type of numbers in his first season, in his first season with mediocre talent or less than mediocre talent, what can happen when you bring bring that one or them two cornerstone guys in? That they could play off big because if he put in two thousand eight hundred sixty five yards, 
which which I'm which Peyton Man and them Peyton, Derek Goff put thousand eighty nine yards as rookie season. Mr. Biscuit two thousand one hundred ninety three yards as rookie season, and they improved in their second year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, what, what's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. I I said it I said it here before, man. Like everybody everybody um uh, loves Tony Romo and how he predicts things. And I told you that Tony Romo went on a on a on a radio show and said straight up that he thinks sometime in the near future Donald's gonna be the best quarterback in the league. You don't. This is a guy that knows football. Nobody can't can't stand in front of Tony Romo and tell tell him he doesn't know football. You know, you know, he knows what he's talking about. And he didn't say it in jest. And he said that when he said it, people would make fun of him. And he say it because he sees it. He sees there's something about this kid that's different. You know? So, 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 listen. It's either you buy in as a fan or you don't. You know? And in reality, you know, we're, we, as fans, as fans, I think too, sometimes we marry too much in the negative and, and we, when, when we need to be, a little bit more positive, you know, like that, like Davin just said, the proof is in the pudding. If, if, if they're losing, then it's fine because then being negative is what you're supposed to be if they're not doing what they're supposed to do. But this is the off season. Nothing has happened yet. There's no reason to be negative. Exactly. So predicting, yep. so predicting something that, that didn't happen is actually obvious, you know, the Peyton Manning three and thirteen record to come out thirteen and three the next year, you know, like come on, like come on, it's it's obvious, it's obvious that that we need to just let things play out before before we even know what's going on. Right, we, you you can't jump to conclusions one way or the other. You can't go say, well, he's definitely going to improve the second season too and have a great season. You know, yeah. he's definitely we we were hoping that he's going to improve. But you can't go the other way either and say, oh, he's horrible. He didn't show enough. He's this. You know, I'm sure we definitely heard it from some people on our, you know, on our page that Donald's not that good. He hasn't won yet. But look what he did, man, with the limited, with the limited personnel on offense. Right. He did really yes. well. Very Agreed. well. For a 21-year-old kid, you know, playing in his first season. I mean, you got to give this kid credit. So I, I'm, I'm really – I'm really looking forward to what he does in the next year. Yes, sir. Yeah, me too. Correct. But, but again, it's up to Mac to bring in guys and, yeah. you know, so hopefully, uh, yeah. Well, so far, you know. so far, so, so good, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, I'm not so, complaining. Yeah. So, so let's just hope free agency is the same way. Free agency, very aggressive. Got to be very aggressive. Yep. You can't definitely conservative like how you was. That's how you get Jermaine no. Johnson and, you know, <laughs> sign back play. Yeah, well. <laughs> you got to be aggressive on that first day. First day always matter. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, the thing about true. free agency, like I've said before, this is why, for me, the whole free agency thing is like, you know, yeah, you could be aggressive. It's fine. But it takes two to tangle. The Jets could want a guy and pay an ass and give him a ridiculous sum of money. Doesn't mean the guy wants to come to New York. You Bingo. Know, they, they, this is the thing with free agents. Free agents are not only getting to get paid; they want to go somewhere where they're gonna get comfortable because they never had that choice. When they got in the league, somebody just picked you out of a hat and called you and be like, "Yo, you coming over here?" When you're a free agent, you have the choice for the first time to go wherever you want. So it's always dictated by whatever the wherever the player wants to go. It's not really about 
what what the team does. So it's never really about who the Jets want or whoever want. It's wherever the person wants to go. What 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 really needs to be the most important thing from now moving forward with Donald in house is the draft. It's it's it can't it can't be second to anything. It has to be the 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 priority of the organization to to uh, pick the best and brightest because you pointed out that year Peyton Manning had the first under his rookie his rookie year. Look, if you remember the talent on that team, it was subpar. It was like one or two guys that were okay. But look at the talent on the team the year after that. Look at the wide receivers. Look at the running backs. Look at that offensive line. I mean, come on, man. They, they, some of those guys are Hall of Famers already, and they're pretty young guys, you know. Yeah. So, so, so this is what you do. As good as Peyton Manning is, Peyton Manning would never be what he is if he if he had crap around him at fourteen, you know. So, so again, you know, even if how whoever wants to feel, oh, this guy's garbage because he didn't win this or whatever, whatever. The team matters. There is no. NFL player that has ever won anything in the NFL without a massive amount of help from a ridiculously talented team. Name the player. Name him. Name him. You understand me? And I don't care. People people are in awe of Tom Brady even now. And they're saying, oh, he has nothing. He has nothing. Okay. Okay. Why can, why can uh, Chris Hogan run circles around corners in the league? Mm. Yes, <laughs> right. But but you know why? Because the system they play, the things they do, in in the way, the way they execute matters. He's not the he's not the best talented guy, but he does exactly what they need him to do. He he fits what they do. That's the point. The point is not only even not only even just what you have as personnel, but can he do what you want him to do? If you tell him to go run, run a twelve yard in cut, is he gonna run thirteen? Is he gonna run a twelve and a half? You understand me? And that matters. That matters. As like we we've been arguing about, we we were talking about the corners, you know, about just basic football stuff where you you cannot line up ten yards from your from a wide receiver if the wide receiver just needs five yards for a first down. What are you doing? As a player, the coach could teach you whatever he wants, but if you're gonna do that on the field, then what is the what does it matter? You understand me? Mm-hmm. It boils down to the talent and the not only just the talent, but the smarts. You have to get smart players. You have to get guys that want to learn. You want to. You have to guys that are unselfish. Guys that don't want that want to be part of the team. So it's so this is why I have stated over and over again that Mac has to practically pull out a rabbit out of a hat. This year and the next year. Yeah, very true. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, so let's let's get into the uh, let's go. I guess let's get into the AFC NFC championship. Oh Jesus! Uh, two crazy games, <laughs> two crazy endings. Um, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into uh too much of the Saints. Um, it was a good game. Um, we we know we we already know. The penalties, uh, pass interference, helmet to helmet contact. Hail, hail the, all hail the NFL. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. all, all hail to the NFL. <sighs> but the Rams won. Um, Saints fans is doing lawsuits. <laughs> from, from the NFL, uh, they they so mad. 
like I, I like I, I like okay, I agree, but you know what? Y'all, y'all, y'all have to understand is that this that Breeze and them had so many chances to, mm. to end that game, plenty of times, and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't succeed. They did not succeed like how they was like how they were supposed to succeed. Davin, how many times? How many t- capitalized like how he was supposed to capitalize? Uh, Davin, how many times do we we our, our own coaches here in New York that we make fun of the fact that their game management sucks, that they throw the ball when they're supposed to run the ball, or they run the ball when they're supposed to throw the ball? We talk about it all the time. Why isn't anybody attacking Sean Payton for his mismanagement of that game? Nobody's saying nothing. What? Yes, it was an egregious call. Okay, everybody's everybody knows that was a ridiculous call. Everybody knows that the ref missed it, and nobody can understand why. <laughs> anybody in their right man would look at that and not throw a flag. Nobody would understand that. Fine. What we can't exp- understand is, dude, you're driving. You only have a few minutes on the on the on the clock. First and ten, you could run out the clock. You choose to throw the ball and throw an incompletion. You know what that does? That stops the clock. Why, exactly. why in the hell would you want to stop the clock? Right. Keep it going. You want to give the Rams Those as little time as possible. Yeah. And, and they didn't do it. You know, and I thought, I thought that was – that's why everybody's harping on this penalty. But like you said, nobody's – Giving Peyton a hard time. Nobody's giving Breeze. Breeze did not have a good he game didn't either. play well at all. Yeah. Bruce had, Breeze had two straight games in the playoffs. You look at his game against Philly. He did throw for, I think, 300 well, yards. He missed so many but, throws. Yep. Right. Uh, How many points did they score yeah. against? You yeah. Know? Think about those two <laughs> games. They really didn't score much yeah. in those two games. Yep. They scored 17 and 20, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. I could go yes, back. Sir. Against the Eagles. Against the Eagles, it was. Uh, I think it was. It was. It was a three-point game. I know that it was very close. Twenty-something points, I think they scored. They they didn't uh, score many points. It, basically, no. we was looking for a high-scoring game, and it, wasn't. it was twenty thirteen. That's the crazy. Eagles. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, it wasn't, so they they didn't they didn't do right. much in that and game. We, right, and we predicted a high-scoring game, and it wasn't high at all. This is how let's no. know that. The playoffs is so... He's a different big. animal. Yes, sir. Different game. Yep. If the Eagles had if the Eagles had a chance to beat the Saints, then the Rams could do the same. Then they, they executed when it counted. Yes, sir. Oh, man. And That's Breeze beautiful. Well said, brother. Breeze. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, Breeze had a hell of a season, but if you can't do the yeah, same no, thing like he did in the season... Yeah, you're dead. Then, That's it. Yeah. Did not have... So he scored 20 points in, in the two... two in the two playoff yeah. games, you know that's that's not going to no. do it. That's not going to that's not going to win you games, especially against the, and and that and that goes into the Chiefs game as well. Mahomes at home, the no less. same running back for two or three touchdowns. That could have been two or three touchdowns. Mahomes, yeah. even Mahomes was missing. Even you know Mahomes had a great second half. His first half was real sloppy. Well, it, yeah, of, you know why you know running backs, wide receivers. But his second half was great, but you know they they going crazy. Oh, it's weird in the two games, right? I'm, I'm not to cut you off, but in the, it's weird in the two games. The Saints lost, uh, not mainly, but they lost. One of the reasons why was because of a non-call, and in the Chiefs game, they lost because of 
a called penalty mm. on them mm. when they had the uh, interception. Yeah. 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 And, the, and they got called for the offside. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, offside. So it's kind of weird how in the two games. Too. But that's uh, that I hate. I hate uh, after a play after a big game, even if it's in the regular season, playoffs, Super Bowl. I hate when we have to talk about. Um, the officials exactly, and wh- wh- uh, how they did. I hate that. It should be just about yes, the players. Sir. I don't want to know yeah, anything about the I, officials. I agree. But it's sad, you know. Yeah. Like I, they got to do something. That's one thing the NFL has to yeah, do something. They, on. they have to, you know. And yeah, and yeah. it's been going on for years. And that's and you know, and with people saying, oh, well, you know, uh, one of the videos that I shared on uh on our page on Facebook mm-hmm. when when he said I got your back, who knows what he said? You know, just of course people you never know, so, man. So serious. Um and they like, oh, why are you worried about that? I'm not worried about it. I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing the video, you know. And Listen, we yeah, we all love football here, man. We're not, yeah, we're, yeah, we're Jets fans and we love football. We love the NFL too. You know, what I mean, like people, people, like people need to stop with that, man. Come on, right. you know, like like I seen I seen people saying stuff like, oh, you can't give Brady credit because he's a cheater and he's this and he's that. Listen, listen, listen to me, man. Listen, listen. I there's question. There's there's been questionable things with the Patriots. I make fun of Patriots fans. I have the I have Patriots fans at work. I make fun of fun of them all the time. They make fun of me. Whatever, you know. I it, that's all in 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 jest. But you cannot watch this guy and don't say. That the guy is not—he's not one of the greatest players you've ever watched. I've been watching football for over twenty years. Come on, I—I I, I haven't seen that many co- um, players that been able to play at that level, not at that age anyway. Um, and and you gotta give Belichick his due. I mean, the, Belichick, I think, is the greatest coach. I think dude, there's no comparison dude, anymore. And 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 I don't know what McDaniel's is other than. An offensive coordinator. An offensive coordinator. But I'm, 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 no, I mean, he's tried being a head coach before. I don't think he is a head coach. I think he's, he's a hell of a, a hell of an offensive coordinator because what, what I was watching, trying to break, breaking down what the Patriots did to the Chiefs, that there was a simple reason why Bob, Bob Sutton got fired the day, the day, the next day. The, the Patriots were running concepts to beat, to, to, to lure the Chiefs into man coverage. And this dude never, ever, ever, if he was running, he was running man, he was running um, man with uh, uh, two safeties deep, was cover two. You yeah. Know? And and when one time, one time, he called cover one robber. And if uh, a cover one is like one safety in the back and you flood the yeah, middle of the field. In the back, it's one, one in the middle. Right, one you you flood the middle of the t- field and you play man on everybody outside. Yeah. Perfect way to play the Patriots because the Patriots don't have no wide receivers that you could that could threaten you. Yeah, they supposed to play. They supposed to kind of zone against the Patriots. Right, because the Patriots like to throw throw you know throw short passes and they right. like to do middle of the field. They like to do five yards, seven yards, ten yards. Right, but if, if right, you don't even you don't always have to play zone because the thing about playing zone against Brady is he's gonna figure where the hole is in the zone. Man is what you play, but you play man, you play physical, and you flood the middle of the field because number one, he doesn't have the arm strength anymore to beat to to beat guys outside. 
And but he has what he has is the accuracy. He's deadly accurate, and the places that he's deadly accurate in is in the middle of the field. There's a reason why his throws uh, in the middle of the field are almost perfect, you know. And this dude called the perfect defense one time, and he went off it, and he never came back to it. And and for and even even then, Brady had to make some crazy throws. So you gotta give credit credit the guy credit. Ah, listen, I'm a Jets fan. I don't like the guy. I will boo him to hell, but I could at least say he's one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen play. Yeah. Um, my thing is, is you know, just like uh, so you asked me the other day, so I was like, what? But uh, you asked me, like, you know, do do I think the reps have anything to do with the game? It, it could be possibility, but, you know, at, at all in all, in general, the Chiefs did it to themselves. They yes, lost sir. the game themselves. They they did you know they the Chiefs had had chances to execute just like the Saints they just didn't execute when it was time you know and and with D um Mr D Ford that's supposed to be the uh, went went off sides that killed them because that game was over yep the Chiefs, it I was. was like yes the Patriots go oh, here we go <laughs> no <laughs> but if anything would have popped up it wouldn't surprise me with the Spygate inflated balls, anything, nothing don't surprise me no more. Anything could pop up right after right after the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, nothing wouldn't surprise me if anything was to happen, but it was it was fair and fair. The Patriots executed when they were supposed to execute. And, and the Chiefs didn't. Huh? And the Chiefs didn't. Yeah. Bingo. It's true. Yeah. So 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 at the end so at the end of all of it, you know, there was there was two Tough and great games. Yes, sir. Great. That, that was great for two great games. That's football as finest that I like. You know, referees still got to get it together, but it was great. And we and you know, and I'm not going to look past the referees. Okay, we know the penalties. Y'all want to yeah. do lawsuits, and which is very silly to me. But you know, <laughs> gotta look at your players as well. Lawsuits. They didn't execute when they were supposed to. They had the opportunity. They got opportunities, not even opportunity as in one. Opportunities as in two or more. By the way, where was that wide receiver? Where, where was that? What's his name? Thomas. That oh, he's the best wide receiver um they have or whatever. One of the best he, wide receivers in the league. Where was he? He didn't do. He, didn't do, he took. Uh, okay. I, I know the first quarter he was involved. He had a great that, game against Philly, but then after that, he was not good um, against the Rams. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. After the first quarter, I, we didn't hear his name. That that. But, it's true, dude. Dude, if you're if you're one of the best on the team, you can't disappear like that. I'll tell you that. No, not at all. Yeah, that's very true. But it was two tough games, and and you know I give all four teams credit. But now it was down to the the Super Bowl, which is the Rams and the Patriots. Uh, um, I feel like uh, since we doing since since the predictions is next week, we could do at least a little preview before we um, get up out of here. Um, what 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 in y'all minds is uh the Rams will be the the Rams and Patriots uh game plan to winning the Super Bowl? I'll say I'll say Ooh. this, man. Um, I was listening to uh um um uh probably one of my favorite NFL uh guys to listen to, uh, Mark Schlereth, and Schlereth was going on about uh um about the coaches and how how he thinks. That they're very similar, and people don't understand that uh, McVeigh and and uh, McVeigh is very similar to um, to Belichick 
in that he is a detailed oriented coach. When he when if he tells a player to go run this slant at a ten yard ten yards, he is not only gonna tell the player, well, we're running this and go do it. He's gonna tell him, listen, man, I'm telling you to do this because this is what I'm looking for. And trust me when I tell you the next time we're gonna instead of breaking it off at twelve, we're gonna break it off at nine, and then the, we're you're gonna get open and you're gonna get a touchdown. And and he and 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 Sheriff was also saying this times where players have told him that either Belichick or or uh, McVeigh would say something like that before the game, during the week, and it would come to fruition during the game, and he would walk, and the player would have to walk up to the coach and said, "Man, you told me, you know," and it happens. That's these guys are masters at the smallest things in football. They they really take time. They invest a lot of time in each and every player in blocks, in in route running, in um the in their defense, in everything. They make sure they they're part of everything, teaching the smallest details and making sure that these things matter and everybody in the team matter. And that's why all their players play for them. Everybody puts mm-hmm. out. Everybody puts out a hundred percent for them and execute when they need to. So in in for me, I think this this game is going to be one of the best Super Bowls we've had in a while. Uh, um, um, even if the talent is more slanted towards the Rams overall, um, I think I think I think coaching wise is really have a tough time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be really. It's gonna be one of those nice games, good games. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for a good game, and I I think we'll get it. You know, especially in recent years we've had really good Super Bowls. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think we'll get another good one. I'm, I'm um it won't be surprised. I won't I won't be but it, it could happen but I won't be expecting a high scoring a high scoring but I'll I'll expect a decent scoring. I'm gonna say decent. Yes. Not high scoring. <laughs> but that's that's just me and I'll and I can say that for next week. Um you know it'll be a good it'll be a good matchup. It'll be definitely a good matchup. Definitely, it's indoors, so speed's gonna obviously be on the the Ram side, I yeah, would think. Yeah, Woods and and, so, and and what's his name? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be something. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't doubt the goddamn Patriots. They'll play. Okay. Uh, no. I'm definitely, I'm definitely eating my words. You know, I said that they wouldn't make another Super Bowl with these guys. But yeah, they did. I'm about to say. Yeah. So. Hey, I admit it when I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong, y'all. I think I think yeah, most exactly. I think are. most of I think most of most football fans were wrong about the Patriots this year. I think the only people that yep. actually believed the Patriots would be here was the Patriots team and their fans. I don't think anybody else. I yep. hadn't heard anybody from any other team or any other NFL fans say, "Oh yeah, the Patriots are going to another Super Bowl." No, no. Yeah, I mean we said we said it as well, but at the same time, too, this this is the Patriots, so we. You can't, yeah, yeah you, and you can't doubt, you can't doubt Belichick, and you can't doubt nope. together. Yeah, you can never count them out, <laughs> ever. As, especially, you know, you know what I find the funniest, which is not only the funniest, but this is the reason why these guys carry themselves themselves the way they do. They're playing football. Everybody's putting up fifty points, throwing the ball a million times a game, and in the last three games they've played in the playoffs, they practically started playing football like they were back in the seventies. Mm. Eye formation, um, 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 zone blocking, run the ball up your gut. That's it. 
basically they like it was very rare that they run anything that was that was not that wasn't just invented lately. It was just basically bludgeoning you to death and then probably complete a few slants. That's it. That's how they're beating everybody. That's sad, man. When everybody's like, oh, we we need the new fresh stuff. And these dudes are beating you with football that was created back in the 1970s. Mm. Right. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but we can say we're going to say that for next week. Uh, yes, sir. Chris got somewhere to be. Yep. Uh, so that's right on time. So make sure y'all give us a follow on Twitter at Jets Fan Podcast. Um, follow us on Facebook, NY Jets Fans. As, as again, another great podcast from y'all guys. And yep. you know, until you next too, week. Devin. Devin, great job, brother. Yeah, man. Excellent job, man. Yeah, thank, thank you. As always. <laughs> as always. As, as always. always. Yeah, we about to say, we're getting better. So, you know, it's yep. only going to get better for, for us. <laughs> yes, sir. Definitely. Not till, All right, till guys. next time, guys. Shut up. All right, man. Shut up. Shut up. Mm-hmm.